0: Hello, and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host, Andrew Waterhouse, and in today's episode, we're taking a look at the most common reasons that councillors are fired. So, come on into our tent, and I'll spill the beans. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 41st episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. This is the most common reasons that councillors are fired. Bit of a change of tune from the last week's episode. So if you haven't checked that out already, that was the episode that was talking about where is Camp America in New York. However, let's crack on with the rest of this episode. I have some breaking news in regards to updates since the last episode, which are very interesting indeed. My camp... Personal camp that I went to for two summers, Camp Coleman, has closed for 2020, which blows my mind. And if I'm honest, the people I've been speaking to, it was probably in the works and probably the most likely scenario for this camp. It was a decision made by the URJ, which is Union of Reformed Judaism, I think. <laughs> Something along those lines. It's the the greater powers of um, the Jewish summer camps, and they've closed a number of uh, summer camps for 2020. And basically, they made the decision that obviously the coronavirus was too serious and too much of a risk for their camps to continue for this summer. As far as I'm aware, this is only the second time that my camp personally has closed and missed a summer. I forget off the top of my head the exact reason why it closed once before but I do remember at my camp uh, previous councillors speaking about it and I think it was something similar to this actually where there was some sort of pandemic pandemic pandemic-ish obviously wouldn't be to the the scale of uh, the coronavirus crisis because it's a global event um, and I certainly don't remember anything like this happening uh, in my lifetime at least but I do remember that at one time in the past, Camp Coleman has it cl- has closed its doors, and yeah, here we are. It's closed them again, and uh, it lives long in the campers' memories. It lives long in the directors and the staff, the counselors. Like for camp, for so many people, is their bread and butter. It's what gets them up in the morning, or it's what they dream about when they go to sleep, and it's what they who they stay in touch with for the rest of their lives and obviously in my case it, it means that you make a podcast about it, it means you make a book about it. Some of your best friends may be from camp so when you hear that your camp is closed even if you're not going to it yourself it, it somewhat deflates you. So I'd just like to start the episode off just mentioning that um, it's a very sad time for all camps really um, because I'm sure even those that are open Uh, they're going to be feeling the effects of the coronavirus crisis to some extent I'm sure there's plenty of parents that don't particularly want to send their kids to a enclosed summer camp where there's a lot of contact between people and the whole science behind the coronavirus is still up in the air to some extent Um, I know that schools are still closed but there was a time at least in the UK where people were confused whether kids could even Contract the disease, and then that, that creates all sorts of confusion. So I'm sure some parents have been have been pulling their kids out of camp, even if their camps are open for this summer. But at least in my case, Camp Coleman is closed. Now you may have noticed in previous episode with the interview that I had with Alex, the fan of the show, that I briefly skimmed over the idea of potentially postponing a few episodes of there's no place like summer camp should all camps in Camp America close and cease to exist for 2020 because it's something that I definitely have to think about personally Um, as you are all well aware that this podcast is a a work of uh, passion and it's a pet project that I love to try and inject some of that soul that summer camp brings to you through the through the medium of audio and it's worth me thinking whether it's actually worth still continuing with episodes and content because it does take a lot of time to create these but I do really enjoy it and I had a discussion with a couple of people around potentially postponing the podcast should that happen so just so you're all aware you're all in the loop that could still happen if Camp America decides you know what it's too much risk for us to send out all of our volunteers and potentially they contract something and then where does camp america lie in all of this authorizing the uh, go ahead of thousands of volunteers flying over to america but at the time of recording there's been no real update from camp america in regards to whether they're going to be closing for the summer they're still going ahead with the idea that camps are still going to be going ahead for 2020 However, there is an update from Camp Leaders, so let me uh, give you a bit of insight over that if you are applying through there, or you just want to keep abreast on top of uh, all these summer camp updates. So on the 28th of April, uh, Camp Leaders uh, provided an update on the coronavirus crisis and how they're having a heavily reduced staff force at the moment, where they're all social distancing, working from home, they're trying to do their best. And basically what they're working on at the moment is a system to allow participants to defer their applications for the summer of 2020 over to 2021 or 2022 if they do not yet have a place at camp or are now unable to travel. So Camp Leaders is not suspending the program, the majority of the camps that Camp Leaders work with are gearing up for an incredible summer. They're just adjusting their operations, maybe moving some dates around, but nonetheless, they're excited to welcome campers and the international staff. So they do encourage that everyone stays on the program at this point if you can, but of course, safety is a priority and we will not facilitate summer camp travel if it is unsafe to do so. It will obviously be reviewed on a regular basis, following the advisories from the U.S., visa sponsors, national government authorities and public health services. So that's pretty much the update from uh, Camp Leaders. They have actually got that system in place now as of the 1st of May. So if you do want to defer your application, you think, you know what, it's too much of a risk, but I'd love to still do summer camp and volunteer over there. I'd recommend going into campleaders.com. It's accessible through the desktop. You can't do this through the app, by the way. It has to be done through the uh, normal website through campleaders.com where you'll be able to defer your application to a later year. So back to the discussion of potentially uh, pushing back some episodes or maybe trimming down or having some sort of break until maybe September or later in the year it's still all in the air I'd really welcome some feedback so if you I think the majority of the listeners would prefer to carry on with the content because it provides you with a summer camp spark that maybe lacks in these weird and strange times um, if you have any feedback as to whether you would like to th- like for this to continue please hit me up um, I'm available at there's no place like summercamp.com. you can send me a little message through there all of your support is welcome in this time um and until otherwise until official word from camp leaders or camp america officially cancelling all camps i think i'm gonna still continue but it'd be nice to get your feedback on this okay so with all those updates out of the way guys let's carry on with the rest of this episode i'm sorry there was such a long introduction for this one but i think it's really good to get an overview of where i'm currently at where summer camps are currently at and bit around the podcast as well for update news. So in this episode we're taking a look at the most common reasons counsellors are fired and trust me every year every camp someone gets fired. So let's hop straight into it. Okay so we're going to start this off with the big boy which is alcohol every year without fail someone will get fired because they come back to camp drunk or they get caught with alcohol on their person camps are very stringent on these sorts of things they can't be having staff members coming back and then supporting their kids or looking after kids or looking after an activity even if they're coming back to camp intoxicated it pretty much makes sense every camp has their own before I start properly with this list, every camp has their own rules and their way of dealing with things, so it's not all-encompassing this episode, there's just the most common reasons that counselors are fired rather than every single one, and I'll get into the terms and conditions of actually applying through Camp America as to potential reasons that you could be fired and all that jazz. We'll come to that at the end of the episode alcohol though is a massive one because in case you didn't know the minimum age yeah the minimum legal age of drinking in America is 21 so if you're going over to America to have a really good time get get twatted uh make some good friends make some really cool memories Don't expect to be going into a shop at 19 or 20 and just being able to buy alcohol. I know it's a strange thing because in the UK obviously it's 18 and you can just walk into a shop, flash your ID, there you go, you're served. But when you're in America it's 21 so if you do end up potentially being served you're obviously breaking the law. So even if you come back slightly tipsy and they can smell alcohol on you, you could be fired just for that because you've broken their law and therefore you've broken the visa terms as well. So camps are really tight on these sorts of things. And the next one in particular, which is drugs, really ties into this one as well. If you're going to be having drugs and weed and, you know, as a whole umbrella of drugs that this could fall under, then they're obviously going to revoke their hire they're gonna take back those contract papers they're gonna make sure that you get out of the country as soon as possible because at the end of the day the camps are there for the kids they're not there for people to have a massive piss up and get off their nut and you know they're there for the kids they're there for the parents to be 100% trusting that the this camp will take care of their kids make sure their kids will have an absolute blast and grow their kids into something new I think that's something that's so uh, addictive about going to summer camp is that it transforms you and it makes you learn and makes you grow into a proper person rather than a child I think that's something that's uh, maybe missing a lot in normal society because summer camps are their own enclosed bubble and this probably really ties into scouts and cubs as well which is my background of how i got into camp america in the first place when you have such a tight-knit community you're going to grow and you're going to make some really good friends and have some incredible memories so they don't want some twat from the uk to come over pissed off their head because they think they're 20 years old and they can just drink and have a good time and then try and smuggle drugs into camp. It's not going to happen. You're going to get the boot. And you're going to be heading on the next flight back to the UK. Or wherever you're from. The third one that will tie into this. Most common reasons that counselors are fired. Is smoking. Because there's loads of camps that actually have non-smoking policies in place. No matter that the camp is outside and away from uh, you know, the normal hubble and bubble of daily activity there are there will be quiet places that you can go to in camps and sneak off maybe have a smoke but some camps are really tight on this and they don't want their counsellors to be smelling of smoke they don't want them to give off an impression to the campers that this isn't the most premium place in the world so obviously again this ties into specific camps Some camps are more lax on this. They actually encourage you to put the detail into your Camp America profile that you do like to have a smoke. I've actually covered this in a previous episode. So if you haven't already, go check out the older episodes that I've recorded. Interesting one. And I learned a lot myself. But if you do get caught smoking at a camp that has a zero tolerance policy, you could get the boot as well. The last one on this list. Well, the penultimate. The penultimate one on this list is sexual intercourse. (laughs) Sexual intercourse, guys. Sexual intercourse. Um, Put it this way. If you are caught having sex, then you're not really doing your job of being a volunteer. You're not looking after the kids. You're looking after yourself. So... I think that pretty much makes sense. Um, Let's move on with the last one. The last one really encompasses all of the little bits that I've missed off. Because at the end of the day, these four subjects, the alcohol, the drugs, the smoking and the sex, sexual intercourse, all fall under the same header. Which is that you're compromising camper safety and standards. You would have heard this from a previous episode with Alex. Because at his camp. He had someone that was fired because they compromised camper safety. They were treating campers differently. They were giving preferential treatment to some campers and not others. And it was just a little bit weird. That's a compromise of other campers you know experiences so I had an actual experience of this too not personally of course I wasn't fired from my summer camp but I saw a camp a counsellor who was fired because they treated the kid in the wrong way in a really difficult situation sometimes it's not as black and white as you may think like getting fired from a camp sounds like okay just don't be an idiot don't just for a couple of months avoid alcohol drugs smoking sex and just be you know nice to the kids but this particular situation at my camp was a real tricky one and I'll give you a little preview into it and you can read more about it in the book which comes out hopefully later this year so put yourself in this situation a counsellor has a cabin full of kids 10 kids and one of the kids has, has found out about a surprise that's about to come around the corner for all of the camp. This is a top secret surprise, only the staff know about it, but this, count, this camper has taken a look into this counselor's bag, saw a note, and gone, oh my god, look what's happening tomorrow, look what's happening, guys, guys, look. And the counselor then goes, oi, right, stop, you can't be doing that, what are you doing? so then the camper goes oh it's real oh my god look look, look, look. guys look then the counselor brings the camper to one side tells them to calm down um say that it's wrong make up some sort of excuse that this piece of paper doesn't actually reveal anything you need to stop acting over the top calm down you're going to ruin camp for everyone if you tell everyone this surprise that's coming up the, counsel, the camper doesn't take any notice of this goes back in and starts going oh my god surprise tomorrow surprise tomorrow woo, 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 woo. and then the next thing you know the councillor has got so incensed by this that he picks up the camper drags him outside and goes what the hell do you think you're doing you can't be doing this this surprise is the biggest surprise of camp what are you doing the camper starts crying and next thing you know the councillor is booted out the door in that situation it's really tricky to see, you can see it from both sides of view and it was one that really divided camp I think, uh, at least the time it happened. You could see the point of view of the camper because they're really excited about this surprise and that he's just a kid at the end of the day but at the same time you can see, totally see the side of the counsellor He's tried to spot something that's going to ruin camp for all these kids. He's tried to stop this kid that's trying to, you know, spoil with a surprise. And then, because the camp camper's not listening, he's got so incensed and annoyed that he's dragged him out. No real physical abuse, apart from a, maybe a drag. But it's a slip of standard, and at the end of the day I could see how he could have got fired personally looking back and while it's always a shock that someone does get fired um, it's not always so clear black and white as this was so if you compromise on camper safety or camper standards then you can expect to get the boot too the staff week at least in my opinion well I don't know if staff week is referred to the same thing in all camps. Staff week for me was a week before camp when all staff were in and we were getting trained all day, seven days a week. Well, seven days in the week where we just basically be taught about what to expect for camp coming up, how camp runs, how it operates, what things need to get sorted in time and all that good stuff because there's a lot to bed in. But staff week was really the bedding for all of this. It sets the standards. It sets you how you can treat kids and how you can be the best counsellor, be the best specialist, be the best director, unit head. There's so many different roles at camp. So it sets the standard of what your camp is used to and if you break these then expect to get punished. So as we start to close up this episode I thought it would be interesting to actually take a look at the Camp America terms and conditions because um, I think these are really interesting points for anyone that thinks it's a fun idea to get fired, it's really not. So if you are fired it is your responsibility to make your own flight reservations and all costs incurred are your responsibility. That's interesting straight away in case you didn't know if you're fired you have to collect the next flight back to your home country doesn't matter that you haven't got the money you have to buy it and you're going to be taken to the airport by a security member or a lead member of leadership and they will wait with you until you catch the next flight it's actually illegal to keep them to keep you at camp or in the country as soon as they fired you for something because it makes the visa you're on potentially a j1 or j2 visa invalid so just a heads up you really don't want to be fired another interesting point that i found in the terms and conditions of this was you can be fired from camp for any reason it's entirely up to the camp where the lines are it's not particularly camp america's strongest suit of support that you've been fired from a camp and you don't think it was justified there might be some like litigation process where you can go through and be like no look the camp's got it wrong but this is my case i want to put forward to camp america there might be a support mechanism in place but i i'm slightly doubtful that that potentially exists because at the end of the day the camp that you're hired by is how you got the visa it's not camp america if you are fired from camp resign or leave camp due to homesickness or if you engage in conduct that in the opinion of Camp America is deemed detrimental our sponsorship will be revoked you will forfeit your pocket money application payments airport tax contribution insurance payment and all other payments you will be financially responsible for your costs to fly home and subject to the terms of program reimbursement stipulated in item 28 in such cases you are required to contact camp america immediately on the 24 hour number which i actually posted in the previous podcast go check it out so I think that in general sums up reasons why you don't want to be fired from camp. It's not a good look. Um, You are really fucked from a financial point of view. All of the costs that you put into applying to camp have gone. All the application fees, all the visa fees, although they are gone already, the biggest thing is the flight back because you have to buy the next flight. And that's entirely on you. And any support that Camp America can provide... It's not going to be financial and you're going to have to sort that out yourself. If you don't have the money on you because you won't have pocket money, then you're going to have to get in contact with people from back home. There might be a time delay with the time difference. You might have to wait at the airport like eight hours until they wake up. It's a real shit show, but you really are forced out of the country. I can't stress that enough. Right as we've come to the end of the episode I thought I'd brighten it up and um, I think it would be actually hilarious to get in touch with someone that potentially has been fired from camp. Maybe you want to chat about it. Hey I'm no agony aunt but it could be a real uh, fun podcast fun interview to get in touch uh, because we all want to know about it. It'd be really cool to hear about how rumors are spread and what people have learned since. So if you have been fired from a camp and you do want to chat, get in touch. There's no place like summercamp.com. In the next episode, we're taking a look at what age you can do Camp America. And you would know this if you followed our Instagram page, There's No Place Like Summer Camp, which is all one word. I posted a preview of the month's content that's upcoming which is all subject to change, of course. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I shall see you on Friday. Keep surviving and thriving.